Hey yo, what's up? It's just a homie who cares here. How we doing? How we feeling? I feel like that's gonna be my new thing. Kinda love when I say that. My little intro. Hey, we're on a drive right now. Hopefully you're ready to go jump off a bridge with me. No, 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 I'm just kidding. I'm not doing that. So don't, you know, call anybody, of course. Um... I don't know. I feel like getting personal today. But I feel like this personal one is um, probably going to be my best seller. No. It's going to be emotional and personal. So if you don't like emotional and personal, I suggest you leave now. And I don't even know if I could put this into 20 minutes, to be honest with you. So maybe we don't start yet, because <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready to unleash this kind of power. And you're probably wondering, what are you talking about? Just say it. Just say it already. Well, it's going to be about fathers, but not just everybody's father. My father. Mm-hmm. My biological father. I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't know if anyone else out there does have a dad that kind of just gave up on himself and practically gave up on his kids, it feels like. I'm not trying to, you know, take full accountability that he wasn't ever there in my life, but it's a matter of you have the access to be in my life. You are alive in my life, and you say words like they're supposed to fill emotion, you know? It's like, oh, I miss you. Okay, you know where I'm at. I've been at the same place for the last 26 years. Like, come on. And I've gone to see him. When I was younger, you know, my family would take, you know, the money to pay for that trip because that's where they wanted to move was uh, up in Tennessee. So I don't know. I I really don't. But I feel like talking about this will help. Maybe not just me, but somebody out there. I'm like this close to letting go of my dad. My biological dad, the one that had birthed me because he acts like he's 17. Sleeping with a bunch of girls or has a bunch of girlfriends every time and trying to make make himself a life. But then he's got two daughters that, you know... He kind of, I don't know, I really, I really don't want to explain the whole gist of my situation and get real personal, but I feel it's deserving for people to hear certain things about themselves. So, hey, if you're listening, Dad, why are you such a piece of crap? (laughs) That's what this, uh, that's what this will be called is, why are you such a piece of crap, Dad? (laughs) Oh, I hate it. I hate, I hate being mean. But it's like, he's been mean to me my whole life, I feel like. I mean, there's been times where, you know, I'm not going to bash on dads, because, you know, dads are cool and all, but mine just hasn't been the very, you know, best growing up. Hmm, that's a nice car. Sorry. Like I said, I am driving, but, you know, hands off, of course. I'm not doing anything terrible, I don't think. I just feel like the relationship with my dad has affected me to not see 
what a good man is supposed to look like. And I think that's what a lot of us experience, really, is the failure of a parent or both parents. And it affects us and we have to raise ourselves up and be strong little little people. So, <laughs> it's, it's no bueno. I mean, that's not to say people that grew up in, like, functional households had it any better. But sometimes I just think I'm not very fortunate the way I grew up because... It had a tendency to bring me to light on a lot of situations that there's a lot of people out there that are undergoing, like even if it's your friend or your your cousin, you know, people are going through things all the time, and I want to ensure you that you got to remember that. That's why this whole podcast started, is because I had a, a notion, a, a dream, whatever you want to call it, that I want to try to make this world better for as long as... For, I can't talk for as long as I'm here. That's what I was trying to say. I'm so sorry. Got a lot of personality. I got a lot to give, I think. I mean, I say that with the most humble and gracious attitude because I don't want to say that I'm this messiah, you know. I'm not here to save the world. I'm just trying to help one homie to another homie, you know. We're just homies. And... This one just hits so personal because, like I said, I feel like it affects a lot of my relationships. And I shouldn't have to blame that, but sometimes when there's room to blame, you do, you know? So it's never good, like I said, to blame, but I really am just drawing circles and procrastinating about talking about this because I'm not trying to be negative about this. I'm just a daughter that wants to be loved, and I don't think I'm ever going to get that in this lifetime. Well, okay, so I feel I am fortunate enough to have, like, like replacement figure, like, replacement father figures. Like, I've had my grandfather that practically raised me with my grandmother, um, and, yeah, my mom, she was around, but she had me when she was, like... 17. I went to her graduation. She went to mine. It was kind of cool, but I know it's not kind of cool if you think about it on a broad term. (laughs) And I'm the oldest of like a bunch of grandkids. So I feel like I hold some kind of, you know, old sibling vibe, you know, older sibling vibe. Like these are all my, my children, not really, but I took care of them and they took care of me. We all, t- we all took care of each other. That's from cousins to si- sisters to brothers, all that. We've all helped each other grow as people. And I, I think it's beautiful when you can have family to, you know, con- consult with and be there for you when you're going through hard times. I've gone through pretty hard times recently and I tend to keep to myself, you know, I don't know if it's an older person, you know, being older, but it's just like I tend to keep to myself sometimes, and I try to break the habits of because I want people to know how I'm feeling. It's important people know how you're feeling because you never know when you're not going to be here kind of thing. So you sit here and you feel depressed for, you know, 10 years, 15 years, whatever, eight years, two years, whatever your length is for this time. Say this time it takes you out and it wants to take you to dinner and take you off this planet. Oh, man, that's no bueno. Please don't, please. I mean, I feel to say that if you are wanting to do that and that's something that's been on your mind for a long time, 
and you can't control the feeling anymore that you don't want to be here. I'm sorry that you've not felt you could stay here and relish on this planet's beauties and wonders. I mean, maybe this should be your sign that I have been depressed and I don't know, maybe I still am a little, but I'm trying to overcome it. I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to, you know, do my best to uplift people. I I gave um, real sight for sore eyes, you know, to my stepdad because my mom got married probably three, four years ago. So the goofiest dude I know, but he's he's kind of dumb. No, he's not dumb. He's he's very caring. He's very nice. He's he's a Robert. <laughs> so I mean, it just goes to say to like thank people for being in your life and thank people for you know ruining it. Just be very grateful that you're alive today, because there are some people that aren't, and I wish that. I really wish that, you know, in that consideration, people that are alive and currently messing up relationships with others, they should definitely come forward and at least give the person the slightest bit of closure. Like, you know, I never liked you as a kid or something because now I'm going to sit here and circle my whole life and wonder what my problem is and sometimes find something to blame it on when I know truly... I just have bad taste in men. <laughs> um, no, it's just excruciatingly hard, like mentally, to wrap your head around that. I've been going up to see my dad since I was like five years old, which I gained a really good best friend. So I guess that's the turnaround. And I go see my grandmother who stays up there too. But it's just real crappy to know that, you know, I feel like I've been lied to the last 20 years of my life. Do you guys know what I mean? Or guys, gals, everybody? It's just excruciating hard to beg for love. And I've done it plenty of times. So I think the first time I actually fell in love was when I was like in seventh grade. And I was, you know, 13, 14 years old. You know how we do with one of my best friends. And it really killed me because I got to see him go through relationships that weren't at all functional. But for our age, you know, he was a little bit of a player, or at least tried to be. He's he's one of the dearest people I know to this day and is my best friend for, gosh, all eternity. I love this kid. You guys don't understand. Maybe one day the world will turn in our favor and I won't have to go looking for love because it's right there. You know, I'm not saying I'm going to marry my best friend, but I wouldn't be opposed to it. Okay, circling off that, you know... Maybe that'll be another podcast episode and go break out all the notes and stuff. No, <laughs> he's, uh, he's got a girlfriend right now. Hopefully it's, you know, the one they all, they all say that I just like to keep out for his best interest. He comes to me like a, like a big sister, you know, he's like or a best friend. Hey, I want you to meet this girl. I think you're going to really like her. I'm like, I would love that. I mean, I met the last one. Turns out that relationship, you know, kind of took for a fall and, didn't last as long as everybody had hoped and yada yada it it was a bunch of crying nights from him I want to go back to her no don't you go back to your ex now it's gonna kill you don't go back to your ex and then there's some people that can't go back to their ex but hey beggars can't be choosers right (laughs) nah but (sighs) it just feels nice to have somebody to talk to sometimes a lot of my family they'll go 
why are you starting this up? Like, what is this? Or friends? Like, what is this? What's this just a homie who cares? And trust me, it may sound like it's my, my therapist, but it, it truly helps me to have somebody to talk to, whether that's on my drive to work, because I have just been pounding and pounding whether or not I want to talk about this subject today. And I don't even want to get full into detail with it because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. How nice of me. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I don't know a lot. I'm only 26 years old, but I do know that I like to talk <laughs> and I feel this podcast really does help. So everyone out there listening, whether it's a one-time thing or every episode, I really appreciate it. I love you. I care about you. You're probably the greatest thing to happen to me because I probably wouldn't have been here much longer. No, I can't say that because then that becomes like a a thing people worry about. I was practically dying inside. Let's say it like that. I felt like there was no, there was no more reason to live, but that was also because I was going through a pretty harsh breakup. I tend to love a lot harder than I can, you know, get back kind of thing. So maybe that's what they all say is a lot of girls will love hard and fall hard. I've only really fallen hard for, you know, maybe two or three people. I've seen other people and other partners and everything, you know, but it's not like I've been in love with them. I've, like I said, I've only been in love with probably two, three, you know, four people, whatever. So I don't want anybody to shame me for thinking that I'm something I'm not when a lot of the times I'm just friendly. I, um, I know those are the ones you have to be afraid of because, oh, she's going to take my man. I, I really don't want your man. I'd want to be friends with your man because sometimes being friends with guys is a little easier than girls, even though it comes with the territory of trying to talk to a guy and then them thinking, oh, this, this girl wants to get in my pants. No, um, I just want to be your friend. Ah, she friends on me. What a, come on now. Come on. Don't, don't, don't take it down there. We could be just alike. We're homies. I understand what it's like. Okay. It's okay. We could play video games. I'll watch you. We're just out here hanging out. Maybe that's the problem. I try to befriend too many guys, and then I try to perceive relationships with them. I don't know. There's been a couple I've moved into my house, and it's like... I hear it every time from my mom. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know where the problem lies, but I don't know if it's... I don't think it's me. I don't believe it's me, but in some people's stories, it might be. So, I'm sorry if I've ever hurt anybody... And you're probably wondering, some of the people out there, you really shouldn't have to apologize considering some of the stuff you've been through, if you know me. I mean, some people don't really know all my story and they've known me forever. They've just seen it in, you know, parts and when I finally want to open up, I'm just trying to be more open as a person, you know. So I wish people would be like, tell me about your trauma. What is it? Why when you see the number eight, why do you get scared? You know, because seven, eight, you know, no, I'm just kidding. I was not going to make that dad joke. But I know people would have appreciated it if I, you know, did it correctly. I was just talking out my... Mm, <laughs> I can't say that word. I swear. Um, I guess we're coming down to, like, the 15-minute mark. So that means I got about five more minutes with y'all. I'm sorry I didn't talk too much more about the father figure thing. All I could say is I wish I had a better relationship with my dad. I feel like... If he was actually a part of my life and decided to be a dad, I might have been just slightly 
you know, that much better of an individual, which I'm not saying I'm not a terrible individual. I've done terrible things. I mean, we all have, we all make mistakes, you know, as Hannah Montana said, nobody's perfect. (laughs) I, I know. And that's what I take into account is nobody is perfect. So I don't try to give him the benefit of the doubt that, you know, when his life's falling apart, he doesn't deserve to feel that. But it just sucks when he drags everybody down around to it. So if you're going to be depressed and not talk to your daughter for seven months and then expect to just pop up and be like, hey, honey, I'm good again. Um, Who are you? Like, it makes me want to dissociate myself from even the fact of having a father. I want to unfriend him on Facebook. But I like don't know. It's my dad. You know, how do you how do you do that? I'm trying to cope with the the fact that I feel like my dad's a piece of crap because he tends to care about other things in life. I mean, I get finding a partner and wanting to be with somebody because everybody else has it around you. But why not try consoling with your daughters and saving up some money and coming down here to visit? I mean, I know times are tough now because inflation has really hit an all time high, but it's just not fair to me or even my sister, you know, somewhere out there she's kind of fortunate enough to have found somebody to spend her life with kind of thing so kudos to her no I shouldn't say kudos to her but you know it's just because I'm what maybe eight years older than her and I feel like I'm never gonna find myself a man and then my family tends to think oh I think your problem is is you're searching in the wrong uh, field no I don't think I am I would like to not think that I am, but I can't be certain that, you know, I am or I'm not, you know, but I just, at this point, want somebody to love me, you know, for all that I am and get married, raise some kids, I don't know, have fun, do things together for the rest of our lives. Like I said, I would be okay with marrying my best friend (laughs) for all that, you know, matters out there, but... Right now, I guess I am pretty okay with being who I am and doing what I'm doing because it's creating a good message for the world, I'd imagine. I tend to repeat myself a lot, so I feel like I was going to go on about a story about, you know, getting somebody uh, Wendy's yesterday. He was homeless, or yesterday, maybe the day before yesterday. I don't know. Memories going must mean I'm getting older. But, uh, yeah, I saw the needy, you know, hungry, and I was like, Wendy's biggie bags are only five, six dollars. I think I can afford that much after what I've done today, you know, worked my butt off. (laughs) So I asked my stepdad, I was like, should we get him (coughs) some food? I didn't mean to cough feel bad that I cough now I feel like I ruined the whole episode and we're already 19 minutes in it's like when you when you drink smoothies um those little like you know flax seeds or whatever they put in them they just get there <coughs> stuck in your throat Whew, I think I'm good now I had to like kind of get it out of my throat like you can't nest a home there but yeah I saw a need I feel the need you know I would have just felt bad if that was the one night that that guy was thinking, I'm done over this homelessness, you know, the word I'm trying to say, and I want to take myself out of this misery. 
or maybe maybe he wasn't thinking that at all but I just felt like I wanted to help him and if I could provide the food like you know it's a burger fries nuggets and a drink and I mean some of those stories turn into like you know social media stories at this point because I don't know what to call them but they're they're like my faith in humanity has been restored you know stories and I didn't I didn't like you know record it like most people do these days but I just felt a little better that no matter what I've been through I still have the means to help people so I don't think that makes me a terribly bad person and I'll just keep apologizing to the people that hurt me, even if it doesn't matter, and it's been 30 years. I'm very sorry if I've hurt you in my life. There's been a lot of people that have hurt me in mine, and I've trusted them with dang near my life. So, you see all the memes out there that make fun of people and say certain things about people, but I think the most powerful like feeling and emotion that people can put out in the world is love and it's very scary so if you're hearing this dad come back no <laughs> you're not like some ex-boyfriend of mine that I want to come back no I okay now we're we're trauma dumping let's chill out <laughs> oh it's just the jokes I like to make as we settle out and you feel you can come back again because you love hearing this voice talk about problems <laughs> that nobody's talking about because I can make a whole episode about like drug addiction and how that is a brutal uh, thing to see. And maybe like, I mean, I wouldn't say it was seeing personally, like, you know, I was some with somebody that was addicted to drugs, but I've seen and heard, you know, the stories. And I feel like I could try to gather a few stories up and see where people are on that. And yeah, maybe that'll be next week's episode. I have plans to still get together with some homies. They've been going through a few uh, moving things and situating their lives. So, and and on my end too. I can't say that I'm the only one that's you know they're the only ones that's accountable for us not getting together and recording a podcast. But huh, life is just busy sometimes. So I hope everyone out there hears this and they think man, this complete stranger really cares about me. Maybe I should go put a ring on it. No. (laughs) One day, one day, somebody will hear this. Just I hope, I don't want to like let people down. I'm terrible at letting people down. I'll say, yeah, I know we've been like together for nine years, but like, I think I'm done. I'd be like, what do you mean you're done? We have two kids and we're married. Like, oh, you, you right, you right. But I guess that's okay is when you know, it's not okay because you're hurting this person, like getting divorced from them. But I just feel like I want a secure future, and it's hard to secure a future with a bunch of children out there. No, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not talking any crap. Trust me. Just like I said, trying to get off here, and I'm very awkward. So I will let y'all go. And I really, really, really appreciate everyone listening to me. It's been a blast. It really has. I hope we can talk more. If you have any questions, you can always hit me up. I have platforms on you know, Facebook, Instagram. I'm sure you can find a way to get a hold of me. It's been just a homie who cares here. All right. Love y'all. Peace. Bye. I don't know why I did that. That was, that was kind of weird.
Okay, sorry. Bye. Did that one sound like less, you know, with emphasis? Ah, I gotta, I gotta get off here. Okay. Peace. That one didn't sound great either. Yo, 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 what's up? Bye. (laughs) I don't know what to say. And I feel like I can't get off until it's perfect. I'm a perfectionist. Don't blame me. Y'all see these trees? (laughs) No, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. I'm sorry. I don't know if I was trying to set a mood. It's been just a homie who cares. Okay, bye.